0: Care Health System. Excellence in Healthcare presents Weekly Dose of Wellness. Here's your host, Deborah Howell. Welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell, and today our guest is Dr. Medhat Mikhail, Medical Director at Orange Coast Memorial Center for Spine Health. And today we'll be talking about you and your spine. Welcome, Dr. Mikhail.
1: Good morning. Welcome. Thank you.
0: Sure. More than 50 million people in the U.S. experience neck or back pain. When everyday activities like walking, shopping, or working become difficult and unbearable, it may be time to seek out treatment. Today, we'll be talking a little bit about treatment options for spine issues and how to choose the right treatment for your specific back problem. Doctor, let's begin with this. What is categorized as spine pain?
1: So any pain that comes from the uh, spine as a structure from the neck all the way down to the tailbone is categorized as a spine pain. So neck, thoracic, mid-back, and lower back pain all the way down is co- categorized as a spine pain.
0: Pretty long spine. Okay. What are yeah. some risk factors for developing spine issues?
1: So there is uh, a lot of risk factors starting with congenital spine diseases. So There's people that got born with spine deformities, for example, scoliosis, stenosis in the spinal canal. These are some risk factors that the patient that is born with these congenital problems will develop um, a, a chronic long-term spine pain or spine problems. Sport injuries is very common to cause spine problems. Uh, patients or people that uh, practice uh, aggressive sports tend to have uh, spine injuries and sport injuries as well uh, because the impact of these sports uh, Sports that they play can affect the structure of the spine. Uh, work-related injuries uh, like heavy lifting, heavy pushing, twisting while carrying heavy, long-standing, long-sitting uh, puts a lot of pressure on the spine and can expose the spine to a lot of um, uh, problems and a lot of uh, dysfunctions and put the discs into uh, um, risks to herniate or bulge. Accidents like auto accidents, bike accidents, uh, motorcycle accidents, Uh, also a very common uh, risk factor for developing spine problems is overweight or obesity. Uh, As you know, um, when you have a big belly and you have a lot of fat in your body, uh, it puts a lot of pressure on that spine and uh, a lack of the muscle that carries the spine around it Or heavy weight that makes the spine carry a lot puts a lot of pressure on that spine. Sure. Uh, Probably one other uh, very common risk factor is lack of spine hygiene, fitness, and lack of exercise that strengthens that spine. It's considered a risk factor as well.
0: Now you say hygiene. Can you expand on that a little bit?
1: Yeah, hygiene means the good sports, uh, I mean, the good exercises that you do daily to keep your spine in a good shape. Like uh, uh, stretching exercises, that strengthening exercise that you do all the time, uh, some of the yoga exercises that uh, uh, helps uh, the spine to be maintained well, uh, healthy diets, uh, weight loss, uh, daily walking. Uh, these are all good uh, spine hygiene uh, measures that prevent development of a lot of spine disease and disc problems.
0: Sounds good. Now, if someone is experiencing symptoms of spine pain, what are some of the steps they should do to seek out treatment?
1: Um, You know, as you know, a lot of the spine problems as they come, because there's a big percentage of patients that develop spine problem or pain or back problems in their life, and a lot of it is related to muscle and ligament problem, and these are uh, simple and usually improve with some sort of rest, uh, use of anti-inflammatory or muscle relaxants. And it is always the case where the patient will see their primary care uh, and seek uh, simple treatment and improve. Uh, but my advice to everyone, if your spine pain becomes a chronic, is not something that simply came and gone within a few days, you need to speak specialist or you need to speak something like spine program where you will get the right care and right referrals so you don't do unnecessary uh, steps and uh, wasting of time and resources uh, while you're not getting the right care.
0: Exactly. How is a patient diagnosed, doctor, and also treated once they contact the Center for Spine Health for an evaluation?
1: Um, The best uh, uh, thing that we have about the Spine Health Program uh, at Orange Coast now is that we have hubs that take care of that patient. What do I mean by that is we've got a nurse navigator uh, that will be uh, uh, the contact person once the patient wants to be referred or referred to the spine program uh, by a primary care or self-referral or by the medical group. And once the patient gets into the nurse navigator, there will be a full detailed history intake. And as long as the patient is not... um, uh, 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 a bad candidate for something that is needs an urgent care, or emergency care. The patient will get through into our physician um, triage uh, that do the uh, diagnosis for the patient. Diagnosis is a very important step because this is a foundation where you're going to build. Where is the referral of this patient? The best treatment because it can be very simple. By referring this patient to a neurologist, referring this patient to an interventional pain specialist, where the patient can get a, a procedure followed by some physical therapy and they move on with their life and nothing else needs to be done beyond that point. Uh, what the beauty about the spine program we have is that the patient is not going to get lost because there is a monitor process on the patient from the time he calls the navigator to the time. He finished with the treatment where communication between all the pieces of that program, as far as specialists, providers, ancillary service, communication is done by our nurse navigator making sure or ensuring that every step is followed through, done promptly, and the patient's satisfaction about the care that they have uh, is very high.
0: That's awesome. And communication is all, as we know. Now, you mentioned triage. How does the triage process differ from previous ways of treating spine pain?
1: Yeah, uh, the the triage uh, is different because uh, you're seeing uh, somebody who is specialized in musculoskeletal disorders, um, uh diagnosis based on lots of history and physical exam, um, uh, plus possible workup that the triage person that's going to... The triage person becomes the hub who communicates with any referrals into um, within the network or isn't within the spine program. What it makes a difference is what we have now in spine care in general is that we have lack of communication between parts. So the patient will see a physician who comes up with a diagnosis, send him to another specialist uh, who might disagree with the diagnosis or make a different plan. Than the first one, and the patient keeps going into circles and always get frustrated because uh, this provider does not communicate with that provider, that does not communicate with that provider, and at the end of the day, the patient is wasting too much time and not clear about the plan. The triage person becomes the hub that communicate with all the referrals that it is made and make sure that the steps are followed through and make sure discussion about the diagnosis and what made the diagnosis is discussed among all the providers. Even if there's agreement, there's always agreement about the plan and next step. So the patient that needs surgery, go for surgery early on if we feel that the, 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 the conservative measures are not worth exhausting because there's clear pathology that can be fixed or the patient that does not get surgery prematurely without really having a clear diagnosis, and it becomes something um, irreversible or something that you regret that you went for surgery early on without uh, really going through the
0: steps. Right. So in this way, the patient really finds relief faster than how spine pain has been traditionally treated. Exactly. Okay. So what are some of the treatment options for patients once they're evaluated and diagnosed?
1: You know, there's a lot of modalities, a lot of options for the patient, starting with very conservative approaches, uh, physical therapy, chiropractor, acupuncture, um, uh, very uh, simple modalities uh, for spine care, um, uh, minor interventions uh, to the spine that in a lot of uh, time does help and does alleviate the patient's symptoms. There's also non-surgical options if the patient has problems Uh, uh, that would be minor interventions uh, percutaneously, that the patient can avoid surgery with all the advanced technology. An example of that, patients with spinal stenosis, there's options now for percutaneous decompression through a very small uh, cut, and the patient goes home an hour after the procedure. Uh, Same applies where application of spacers, for example, for the spine to open the space. That's also a very minor procedure. There is is a lot of interventions and options for the patient as long as you have the right diagnosis for the patient. And uh, uh, all the moving parts of that spine health communicate together and work as one unit.
0: It's a great new day to be a spine patient is what I'm hearing.
1: Absolutely.
0: How can someone get uh, this evaluation process started with the Orange Coast Memorial Center for Spine Health?
1: So patients, uh, the best thing to do is to uh, uh, ask for referrals into Spine Health through their primary care, through their medical group. Um, uh, Some of the patients can also contact Spine Health by uh, contacting the number uh, where the nurse navigator will be uh, the one to uh, discuss the beginning of the care and do all the intake and then uh, start uh, creating medical records for uh, that patient with the triage physician who will start the process and start uh, uh, the case for that provider and make sure that the, the care uh, get done on time, promptly, and fast enough so the patient satisfaction is high, cost is cut down, and the outcomes are always very high.
0: Well, thank you so very, very much, Dr. Mikhail, for coming on the show today. We learned a lot, and we really appreciated you being here. To learn more or to listen to a podcast of this show, please visit memorialcare.org. I'm Deborah Howell. Join us again next time as we explore another weekly dose of wellness. Have yourself a fantastic day. I'm off to do my stretches.